What up, what up, what up? Brothers and sisters, I don't know what this world is coming to. What's up, y'all? Tapped into the full disclosure show. Derek Lamont wins the first. Bobby Rich Green, Dick Dashley, and Lisa Lisa, the little lady of the house. How, how, how we doing? How we doing, everybody? Another week. Another week. Another, another surviving. Hey. Surviving and surviving. Another week of survival. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know. I think this is the end of Pisces season. This last day. No, this, this, this is mid Aries. This is Aries. Happy belated birthday to my son who turned yeah, 21. You know, every season was shut down, has been shut down. You know what I mean? People, you know, but uh, happy birthday to the Aries. There's still Aries out there. Yes, indeed. I know it sucks for them because they can't go out and celebrate. They, gotta, they can't really do nothing. Hopefully they was able to get some celebration festivities hey, you know, before so. everything get cra- got crazy. Yes, hey, celebrate, stay inside, bring it in. It's still another year. They just give people more reason to come have a conversation with us, y'all. Yeah. Yes, indeed. If you you hey you you uh you 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 stuck in the house and, and uh quarantined up, check us out. Deep full disclosure show. And for uh for if y'all haven't seen yet, the governor of Ohio, Mike DeWine, announced a stay-at-home order, which goes in effect tomorrow at eleven fifty-nine. P.M. 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 That means that so, night, y'all. So uh, you're <laughs> supposed to stay in, stay in your home. So, you know, go out and get what you need. And, you know, they going to, I guess we'll hear more as they continue about what you can do and what you can't do and, and whatnot, where you can't go, where you can't go. But, you know, stay tapped in and. You know, we see we have to do to ride this thing out. That's all, you know what I mean? You know, you know. Hey, what's up, Brandon Stokes? What's up, Patrick Boy, Bubble Boy Cole? Kevin Wright, what's going on, fam? We see y'all. We see y'all. Hey, y'all shut in. We all shut in. It's not, look, they said, hey, man, <laughs> just imagine getting off house arrest and then <laughs> this thing happened. <laughs> like, I still got to stay home? Heck no. Or like being on house arrest now. Hey, everybody got old house arrest now. Y'all got to stay home. We know how y'all house arrest people feel. But you know what? Now, just give you a chance to learn your family all over again. Learn Play your family, Monopoly. learn yourself. Mm-hmm. Meditate, pray. Whatever you do, give you time to do. Sad. Work on your hobbies. Read. Most of us, we need to read. That's what most of us need to do. I got that book over there. It's staring at me. I crack it open. Well, now is the perfect time. It is the perfect time. I know it's spruce. Got no excuse. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Well, uh, I guess we're going to go ahead and get on, get into it, man, since we on it. And it's, it's kind of like um, I'm going to go ahead and set it off right now when, when we're just talking about basically I want to talk about mental health and mental wellness, especially as it pertains to what's going on right now. You know what I mean? A lot of people are, you know, seeing what's going on and you know, and people are, are you know, I, it was a lady at work. She was a nervous wreck. Like, you know, people coming near, people coming around are like, you know, and me personally, you know, I, I've talked about my my uh, dealings with depression. 
And depression and isolation is like hand and glove. You know what I mean? When it's like peanut butter and jelly. When you depress, you isolate, and you isolate depressed. So you know, and the unknown, the what's going on. A lot of people are having trouble dealing with it. And is and and a lot of what's gonna have to happen is people who who are shut in, especially your. You know, I live by myself for a long time. So people, there's a lot of people who live alone that don't have anybody. You know what I mean? Sometimes, you know, DL. yeah, it's Sorry. people, it's people who live by themselves. So, you know, make it, make it, a, uh, make it, you know, we, I think we need to stay connected is one thing, you know, talk to each other, stay, even know what's going on. People, you know, dealing with, everybody's kind of dealing with the same thing. So if you talk to one another, stay connected, stay keen, you know, your, your peoples that have trouble, you know, check in on them, call them, you know, FaceTime them, how we got to do. And, uh, you know, I'm no psych, psych, psychologist or psychiatrist, but, you know, there's just, you know, I think connection is one thing that helps, you know, and you talk about anxiety. You know, people are anxious. Mm -hmm. People are nervous. People don't know what's going on. And it's it's playing, you know, you talk about the fears. It's playing on people's mental health. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's going to be important, man, for us to stay you know, uh, mentally and, and uh, emotionally, you know what I'm saying, keen in a situation like that. So, you know, we got to lean on each other, man. We Everybody got to look out for I see a lot of people doing great things out there helping. Mm -hmm. and, and, and you know what I mean? And so you ain't got to you ain't got to do be delivering groceries and doing that. Just pick up the phone and call your people's hack. Now, we, you know, you got to talk to them, talk to them yeah. 20, 40 minutes. You know, make sure to talk for, talk real talk. How you doing? How you feeling? Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, that's going to be crucial for a lot of people because a lot of people are struggling out here. Yeah. You know, and I see myself, you know, I, we had plans, you know, let's go, go to Columbus and, and go to Washington, D.C. And, you know, things that you had on it. And now it's like, you know, all that stuff gets, gets canceled. Yeah. It could be depressing. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just be real about it. It could be depressing. So. You know, I'm gonna put that out there. What, what, what's what's up with it? What's your uh, take on that, Miss Lisa? Well, I could definitely understand uh, people getting depressed and feeling uh, depressed. I I haven't quite yet got to the depression state in this whole thing. Depressed about other things, but <laughs> not this situation. But I definitely am feeling a lot of anxiety. I'm having a lot of um, nervousness. Uh, and I can deal with, I can adapt to new things being new. I can adapt to that. But what is scaring me is that I don't trust the people in charge. I don't know what they're doing and I don't really trust what they're doing. So that's where my anxiety is coming in at. These folks don't mean us no good. That's how, that's just my personal opinion. So. I'm anxious and I'm nervous about their what they're doing and the domino effect of what they're doing. So that's where my anxiety is coming in and that's where my nervousness is coming in. Now, being locked up in the house for two weeks, I'm okay, me personally, I'm okay with that. But I think after two weeks is when I'm gonna start being like, okay, um, <laughs> can I go outside now? Can I go play? You know what I'm saying? So I'm going to start feeling like, you got to go off the porch, squat the yard, please. So, yeah, I'm very anxious, having a little bit of anxiety attacks here and there, just thinking about 
what the hell they're doing to us. And that's the thing, real quick. I want I want to say I did want to make this point. You know, because it's it, you know it's okay to feel that way. It's just got to be careful how you do with it, what you deal with it. Mm-hmm. And like people, you know, I see people like uh, uh. uh where they talk about the memes and the jokes, and it's not funny for you. But you know, that's how a lot of us, including myself, deal with our, you know what I'm saying, depression. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know what I would do without humor. Just like people pray. You know what I mean? You you know, if, if praying make you feel better, then pray. You know, joking and laughing about stuff, you know, it, it works for a lot of people. So people get, oh, you don't be, shouldn't be joking. Hey, man, if that's what helps you deal with what's going yeah. on, and, and you know the stuff, like, gotta, you got to laugh. You know what I mean? You got to laugh here and there. So it's like whatever whatever it takes you to get through. And, 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 and you know, hey, some people sit back and watch Outbreak and, pan, you know, Pandemic and Contagion. I'm so, people. Yeah, <laughs> some people got to. And some people like, I don't want to see that shit. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. And, I mean, it's what it, whatever, whatever, it takes, whatever you, it takes to deal with what's going on. That's what you have to, you have to do. Dick Dyson. Hey, I think both of y'all touched on uh, good things, but, you know, as mental health goes and depression, the whole nine, you know, I'm a winter depression person. So I'm just climbing. I'm just <laughs> feeling better about life. <laughs> and now this happened. But the thing is, I, you know, I'm out of that. I can understand what you said. Being shut in now at a time like this, probably when you can't go and talk to somebody face to face, if you have having these uh, bouts of depression, you have no one to talk to. That could be hard, but... Uh, there are people out there that hotlines you can call. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're never alone. You know, even if it came to just hitting Facebook, hitting Facebook in up, and uh, just putting your thoughts out there and having people talk to you. You know, I know sometimes we get on people about putting all their business out there, but sometimes that is needed. I'm pretty sure that Facebook has stopped a lot of people from committing suicide mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. because you have people to talk to that are close to you necessarily, but people care. And sometimes you can tell a stranger more than you can tell someone that you know. That's true. So you know, you know, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't take this time to uh, not reach out. This is a great time to reach out. People understand. Um, and at least you know you mentioned about not necessarily trusting what's going on. You know, we'll get more into that. Uh, yeah, Thomas, Tom, Tom, Thomas McKellar said, "Laughing is good for the soul." Yeah, yeah. it literally is. It is. So instead of watching. You know, I watch Contagion. I watch, I watch, I've seen mm-hmm. all those movies, but I watch a lot of comedies. You know, that keeps me going. So put some comedies in. You know, don't always watch horror movies. Don't well, always well, watch well, sad I mean, things. it's whatever. Don't yeah, it's, but sometimes, sometimes people make getting made sad helps them cope with being sad. Yeah. Some people are the other way. You know, some people like go to the movies and they want to see the, the worst, saddest movie yeah. in the world that yeah. deals with how they feel it. Yeah. Some people want to see action and don't have nothing to do with what they're going on. Everybody is different, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, for me, personally, for me, I think that if I couldn't watch those sorts of movies and research those sorts of things, then that's when I will fall into the sorrow, just depression mode. Yeah. So for me... The more knowledge, the more I educate myself in this, as best as right. I can with what we have, the better I feel, the safer mm-hmm. I feel. I Sounds crazy, but... Well, no, because, you know, knowing knowing helps. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Knowing, and because a lot of people are 
anxious and depressed about the unknown. Yeah. They're not sure of what's happening next, you know. And when you you look at and you you look at incidents that happened already, and you see yeah, yeah. we've been through this before and we've done this before, or we done, you know, what I'm saying we we done did this before. Then, you know, it helps. It helps yeah. you. Some people ignorance is bliss. Yeah. yeah. They don't want to know. You know what I mean? So. I need to know. I need to know because if I don't know, I feel like I'm going crazy. So I have to know what's going on. Definitely, definitely. So, I mean, like I said, it's, it's things out there. Y'all, this time to take a hobbies. One of the things that I do every season, I grow a garden. This is a great time to grow. Matter of fact, it's a great time to have your own food. Now, the one thing I didn't do is grow it inside the house. With something like this happening, because like you said, the lockdown is going to start, what, tomorrow at midnight? Yeah. And it's going to last April 6th, something like that. That's a long time to be Maybe in Maybe you can go to Barnes & Nobles and get, if if you can't look it up on the internet, because in some areas the internet is acting crazy. So maybe you can go to Barnes & Nobles real quick, get you some gardening books, mm -hmm. and get you some tools and some tips on how to garden in your house if you don't already know. No, yeah, that's a great idea. You know, the, the thing is, I've been growing it outside for so many years. I think I could transition to the house. Yeah. I just grow smaller and mm. more. You know, I never really grew time. I grow yeah. some time. Yeah. I, you know, might find some good and, spices. And that's a, that's a great point, man. You know, if you got that project that you've been putting off, if you got something that you've been wanting yeah. to do and, and and you haven't had to do, this gives you the opportunity. You know what I mean? Hopefully, hopefully you got a good relationship <laughs> with your significant other. Yeah, you know what I mean? Or y'all gonna be at each other's right, throat. You, you know what I mean? Said, I can't but, wait till you go to work. But no, but you know it gives people opportunity to work on their relationship too. At the end, you gonna rather you gonna know if y'all meant to be <laughs> together or not. <laughs> For y'all, with young kids, what is it like having your kids there 24-7? Was the teacher right? <laughs> is your kid trouble? Uh, how, how you dealing with your own child? That's what I yeah. want to know. You know, because they might be a little, people are really tripping because now they got to watch their I kids. I don't understand that. People are like, what are we going to do? The kids are so going to be out. Shondell, right? The Go kids ahead. are going to be out for three weeks. The kids are going to be out this amount of time. Parent. <laughs> I don't understand how everybody is. Stressed out about food, like, don't talk about food stamps. <laughs> what? Then you already have food in your house before this <laughs> happened. Shouldn't you be just restocking, you know what I'm saying, or just getting enough? I don't understand some of these things that I've been seeing people complaining about, maybe because I'm not in that predicament. I can understand, you know, certain predicaments, you know. Well, let's keep in mind, though, some people, like, they send their kids to school. The only meal that the kid gets That's is true. when they don't get in school. So is this going to prevent the kids from going to school and getting that lunch? Because the schools work. They did get an emergency provision. Sure, they, they, they could uh, feed them breakfast and they could feed them lunch. But is that now gone? Is that still going to be there? Because some, some people don't get food stamps. You have people, yeah. it's, it's a lot of working poor. Yeah, you know, true. They, they make That's too true. much to get it. So what do they do? You know, now you sitting there, you really stuck like Chuck. And then you have the government talking about they're sending a stimulus package out, which you're not gonna get. I'm just telling you, you ain't getting that. Money. But uh, so don't 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 rely on that. We have to be stewards of our people. We have to be more compassionate to what's going on. Yes. You know, don't wait for somebody to to reach out to you and say we hungry. Hey, I'm doing this. I'm throwing something on the grill, or I got some extra vegetables. I got some extra dry goods. Why don't you come get this? This one, your charitable sense should be there. You kind of know what's going on in your family. You kind of know what's going on with some of your friends. Extend that Olive Branch, reach out to them. You have mentioned the phone number is 
4230. You tapped in to the full disclosure show. Derek Lamont Williams the first. Bobby Rich Green, Dick Dashley, and Miss Lisa Lisa, the little lady of the house. And we're talking about keeping your mental health and wellness, especially during this time of trial and tribulation. You know, trying to, you know, and I like I said, I think, you know, just, you know, doing little things, staying busy working on whatever it is you need to work on, just kind of like, you know, if, if you look at the big picture, man, you can get overwhelmed. You know what I mean? If you look at, you know, what could be or what can be or what, you know, when you look at the whole thing, it can not over, it can overwhelm you and you, you can get, you know, overwhelmed. Just, you know, people are, you know, like I said, people are struggling. So, you know, like I said, man, we got to, I think we have to look out for each other more, more, on that side, you know, and all all around to help each other through it. Now is the time that we need to come together, like mm-hmm. for real, for real. Call you, hey, what you got? Mm-hmm. Okay, what you got? Well, mm-hmm. come over here, yeah. or let's go over there, you and let's put something. our resources together yeah. and bring it together because they tripping out here. So that's, I believe that's how we need to be. I got a comment. I'm streaming from my computer, so I got a comment over here uh, from Brent Bird. Lisa, Lisa. We got you. I'm at work and got 20 residents listening and looking at the show. You guys are giving them great distractions. Unfortunately, unfortunately, my residents haven't seen family since this started and won't until it's over. Yeah. That's so sad and that's true. That's true. You put people in a nursing home and they don't even go visit them. They don't think about them. Well, no, that's not that. My mother in the nursing home. I can't visit her. Well, right now, right now, but before, yes, but you can't right now, and that's sad. So, thankfully, you know, what I'm saying you got workers there that do care and that do come in and oh, try yeah, to give definitely. their residents love and some attention and try to show them like people care about you. So I think that when you work in those type of facilities, you definitely have to have some type of compassion because. And I think that they do. I think a lot of them really do. A lot do. of them do. Some you know, of them do, is, but some of them don't. Hey, well, let's send the love. Let's I didn't work in there. You're saying, but oh, we're going to talk about the love. Yeah, what's up? What's, what nurse home she work at? We say, what's up? What's up to tell, What's her name? That's Brent, Brent Bird. Brent Bird. What's mm-hmm. up, y'all? Hey, you tell your residents we say, hey. Hey, we're thinking about y'all, show. and we appreciate you guys watching and listening to the show. And, and you know that's another that's a that's an angle that I ne- anticipate. You know the people who are the older people who are shut in in their homes and, and in uh, homes and other homes, and you know I guess at, they, home. at home, yeah, I guess being in a home, you got other people there, you know, going yeah. through the same thing. But like when you're at home. By yourself, yeah, yeah, totally isolated. Yeah, you know it got to be difficult. You know what I mean? It I has work to in be. the healthcare yeah. field and as a home health aide, I think about the clients I had that just was just them. Mm-hmm. And some clients needed help more than others, but okay. either way it go, they're there by themselves. So, and I even have. Some clients that have family there and they're not as inactive with the family, active with the family as they should be. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> you're saying there's nothing I can do when they shut it down. I'm not going nowhere. I'm going home. Yeah, but see, we got to give props to the people out there doing that. That could cause depression too. Yeah. Because some people are looking at you being stuck at home as, oh, you're getting a break. But a lot of us don't want to be stuck in the house. Like, 
I, I don't make money being stuck in the house. Right. I, I don't have a regular nine to five. I, I have to go out, I have to make, I have to create my money every single day. I don't wake up and I say, oh, I'm, I'm making this regardless. So it's a little bit difficult, more difficult for right. a person like me, but it's still not gonna put me in a depression. It's just gonna make me think of other ways to do things. Yeah. So, you know, instead of sitting there depressed, cause we talk about depression and mental health, you know, Call somebody, call us. If you're mm-hmm. feeling depressed, call us right call now. One of us. Three, three, and zero, you know, five, seven, I, eight, I, three, seen the, I seen the meme where it says that I just realized that uh, quarantine was my lifestyle. You know what I mean? The dude was looking that. away. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, and, and truthfully, I laugh at that because, you know, that's that was true for me, like, for years. Like I said, I lived on my own. And I would, I would when I would go into moments of depression, like, I would just be... Working home, working home, working home. You know what I mean. So, yeah, you, yeah you know what I mean. But it's a difference between your choice or your own depression, and then something being f- kind of forced on you. You know what I mean. It's like a different. Like yeah. I, I know I can. Okay, I'm good now. I'll go to the barbershop, You know, get a haircut. Yeah. Like now, you know, like you know, I wanted to get my my manny and petty. Yeah. Can't even do that. Like little stuff that you that yeah. keep you keep you no, going. Yeah, yeah, you you you, yeah, you heard it. But you know, little stuff like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? That you know <laughs> you can, that you can't do. Well, yeah, yeah. it it could trigger. Just a little simple thing. A little simple stuff. Now, now they did say we go, you can take a dog for a walk, you can go for walks and stuff like that. But that's so things. that's so contradictory because one hand I seen, well, you can't go anywhere. And this is before they announced that Ohio was locked down. I seen earlier today where they said that they recommended for your children to go out for a little bit and have short play dates. Mm-hmm. But then you just tell me to quarantine. So you told me not to go anywhere. Well, what is Ohio saying? I ain't worried about no other state. I'm going to tell you this. Republican governor Mike DeWine has set the pace for the country on what to do for this illness. Ohio has the lowest death rate for this 1.2%. The nation is trading at 4.3%. So, uh, I mean, the world is. So just the fact that the governor has done what he's done, other states are watching him. Now, New York is having higher incidences of what's going on mm-hmm. because they didn't take the steps that Mike DeWine took. Because like the, my mama say, a hard head make it soft behind. He tapped Shondale into the Ray, full disclosure head. Shondell Ray said, some of these kids don't want to stay home because their environment is hostile. Just like Derek mentioned, everyone will find out real quick if there's love in the house. Sad when we have more in common with the world than we do our own homes. Sad. Oh, no, we got a few more. That, that's that's pretty deep. And I hope these kids, because we don't think about the pressure for children. Right. Uh, hey, what's up, Crawball? Cro- I don't want to be home with mama. You know? uh, <laughs> <laughs> Jackson said, where his stimulus check at? Uh, uh, where hey, my money? Cross said, being, being uh, on lockdown is better than being in jail. <laughs> Jerome said, just kidding, y'all. No, man, you want to hey, get your check, Mr. Jackson. Uh, Shondell Ray went on to say, oh, he just, he just added some people. What's up, Lee Lee? We just had some more people join. I just wanted to read that. Right, right, right. You tapped into the Full Disclosure Show. Derek Lamont wins the first. Bobby Bridge Green, Big Dick Dashley, Lisa Lisa, the little lady of the house. We just got, we was just talking about, you know, mental health and, and keeping your keeping your mental health and everything uh, during these trying times. And we're going to go ahead and slide into the next topic. Next. Well, you know what? I can take it. Uh, I wanted to talk about the announcement that was made during the week where the Department of Justice, uh, William Barr, who, who leads up that department, has asked for more, more power. I just want to read something. Uh, the Justice Department has quietly asked Congress for the ability 
to ask chief judges to detain people indefinitely without trial during emergencies, part of a push for new powers that comes with the novel coronavirus spreads throughout the United States. Documents reviewed by Politico detailed the department's request to lawmakers on a host of topics, including the statute of limitations, asylum, the way court hearings are conducted. Politico has also reviewed and previously reported on documents seeking authority to extend deadlines or merger reviews and prosecutions. A Justice Department, Justice Department spokesperson declined to comment on these documents. The move was tapped into a broader fear among civil liberty advocates and Donald Trump's critics that the president will use a moment of crisis to push for controversial policy changes. Already, he has cited the pandemic as a reason for heightened border restrictions and restricting asylum claims. He also pushed for further tax cuts as the economy withers, arguing it would soften the financial blow to Americans. And even without policy changes, Trump has vast emergency powers that he could deploy right now to try to slow the coronavirus outbreak. The DOJ requests, which are unlikely to make it through a Democratic-led House, span several stages of legal process from initial arrest to how cases are processed and investigated. And I'm gonna stop right there. I'm gonna go ahead and I'm gonna share this in the live room. I'm sorry to people listening to the podcast, I can't share, but I was reading that from Political. Looks like we had another comment. Uh, Shondell said, feeling sorry for the side chicks. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you got some comments. Uh, yeah, I got Brent. a few comments over here. So Brent Bird went on to say, I got a resident claiming they are going to take SSI away. Is this true? I haven't heard anything yeah, about that. Yeah, I haven't heard anything about that. No, so. that's uh, untrue as of now. Yes. Um, how bad can and will this get? Residents claim they are, they while being promoted, prompt as being top priority are the forgotten. Yeah, they kind of, they kind of can be the forgotten that senior citizens. Well, yeah. You see, they have to have a separate time for them to go shop because everybody just came in, just took everything. And then the senior citizens are just sitting there like, well, we don't have anything. Well, I know several stores did take the first hour that they had for seniors to go in and get what they need. Mm -hmm. So tomorrow, that's probably still going to be in effect. So seniors, y'all up early anyway for whatever reason because y'all retired. I don't get that. But since y'all already up at 4.30 in the morning, y'all go sit in the parking lot of Walmart, big lots, wherever you go shopping, and y'all get y'all stuff. Y'all get a whole hour, maybe even two hours in some places yeah. Yeah. before anybody else. So take advantage of it, especially with the lockdown going on. Before we came, I saw Walmart. They was doing from 7 a.m. to 8 a.m. Um, and also, save a lot. They did an hour. When they first open, they do an hour. So... I think stores are doing the hour to two hours for just the senior citizens, senior citizens to come in and get whatever they need. That's right. So if you guys can go out there and get y'all's needs, y'all's toilet paper, food, whatever. So yeah. Well, we'll get back to this. What I was uh, the reason why I picked that article by Politico is is a prime example. What they said the fear was whenever there is a crisis in the country, is a great time for people who are power hungry to grab more power. Yeah. And we're more willing to give up civil liberties. So what I want to do is kind of put together a little chronology of things and how that has taken place. And this is the real, quote unquote, it's not a boogeyman, but this is the real boogeyman you need to worry about. For one, this virus wasn't something that they were expecting. 
But I would tell you to expect more of these. And the reason why I would say expect more viruses is with the climate change we're having, the polar caps are melting. You're having a lot of things that were frozen and kept in place floating in the air now that was never out before. You're going to see creatures you never seen before. Mm -hmm. You're going to see diseases that you never had before because they've been kept under this cold. So this is just a precursor to what we're going to see. Now that I'm saying it's all gloom and doom, the good thing about this is I think that uh, when President Obama put together 47 pandemic teams crossing uh, 47 nations, Donald Trump got in office, he eliminated 37 of those, <clears throat> knocking them down to 10. So when something happens like this, we were too slow to, to, to grab onto it. In addition to that, he refused to grab masks and stuff that the, the WHO, the, the uh, organization, the World Health Organization, offered to the United States at that time. Even right now, if you thought you had coronavirus, where do you go for testing? My point exactly. It has to be this. We need to learn what to do next time a pandemic happens. Now, uh, President Obama had, I think, Zika, H1N1, you know, uh, swine flu, the whole nine, and they they learn from that. Hopefully, we learn from, th from this. But what I think the government learns is how to take your power. What's up, Johnny so, Jones? Before we got on I'm Derek, I stay woke. Go ahead. Yeah, Derek and I, we were talking about, uh, like, the war on drugs. 1971, Richard Nixon issued a war on drugs. It came out later that was really just a ploy to imprison black males. Very well documented. Then you had the World Trade Centers back in 2001. That's when the Patriot, Patriot Act came out. Now, we could say you were doing terrorism. Terrorism, we could hold you indefinitely. Take all your civil liberties. That's why Guantanamo Bay was open the whole nine, right? When that ended, uh, then President Obama did the Freedom Act. So the Patriot Act ended in uh, 2015, I believe. Then President Obama put the Freedom Act in, which actually opened up wiretapping. So the FBI could come in your house without a warrant. They could come in your house. You know how the police can't come in yeah. without a warrant. FBI can come in without a warrant. See, the thing is, when in times of crisis, we give away our power. So what the people in power have learned how to do is when things like this happen, let me try to get as much grab as I can. Luckily, this administration is so clumsy, you can kind of see it coming. Where other administrations, they, they kind of, hey, how you doing, buddy? Hey, how you doing? Hey, well, why don't you just let us go ahead and just do this? That's for your own safety. They're too obvious with it. But the thing is, hopefully now we've gotten a little bit better at seeing this and we can stop it moving forward. So my whole thing was just to open people's eyes about the civil liberties. Because you hear all this, oh, this was a thing. And then they want martial law and all this other stuff. As you see, they don't want to do this. They, they, they weren't ready for it. They weren't ready to mobilize this country. So those FEMA farms that they had and everything that you've been reading about, if that stuff was really ready to go, you'd be in it. All right, I digress. Lisa, your thoughts? Yeah, I do think that at times of crisis that they do abuse our abuse do abuse their power and use fear to take our rights away. I do definitely agree with that. Um, with that being said, I feel like. I feel like we aren't educated enough to know what's going on. I feel like in order for us to uh, become educated, we had to already be a step ahead. Some of us are already a step ahead. I think that we've had so many crises. How do we not know what to do, what not to do? I don't care if it's a, a uh, flu 
crisis. I don't care if it's a food crisis. We've had enough crisis in our history to know what to do and what not to do. Well, this shows you the government really don't care about you. But Thomas McElroy said, yep. He went on to say, damn, I almost forgot. I'm a senior citizen. <laughs> What's up, TC? Hey, happy birthday. Happy 48th birthday. He said uh, they turn people away for testing to keep the real infections low. Uh, he also said this isn't for a new act. It's to get the chip in our hand. Okay. I've been seeing a lot of that. I've been hearing a lot about the chip. You know, when they give you the vaccine, that's what they're really going to do. Be inserting this chip in, into you, you know. I don't have no evidence of these of this thing, but for me, it's not too far off the ballpark, you know. So hey, this government gave you syphilis before. Here, you know here, here. So Johnny Jones just said, "Agree." They're talking about taking our constitutional rights, and, and we give them up in times like this. They know you're willing to give up more in order to feel more protected. Yeah. So it's kind of an evil thing. Absolute power corrupts absolutely. I, exactly. I think now is the time where we need since we're already stuck in the house now is the time when we need to start studying the constitution the bill of rights we need to start studying these types of things so that we know how to fight these people and because if not they're going to come in here and take our shit away and we're going to be so uneducated and we're going to be so scared we're just going to be like all right do whatever you need to do you right you right because i don't know what to do but if we're reading up on our constitution we're reading up on the bill of rights reading up on those sorts of things, then we'll be where we need to be. Hey, before we go to Derek, because I want you to chime in on this, because I definitely want to hear. Real quick, when as a black person, when you see a black person running, what do you do? Right. You run right. too, right? right? So I saw all the white people going to the gun store around the corner, right? So I went got me some bullets. I'm like, wait, hold on, what's going on? Right. Every gun was sold out. Yeah, because folks know. Folks, no, folks are feeling the fear. No the folks are feeling the fear. Folks are feeling like oh, something yeah, ain't right. They're uneasy. Yeah. Me being who I am, call me a conspiracist or whatever you <laughs> want to call me. I call myself alert. I call myself aware. I'm not so scary that, you know what I'm saying, I'm going to start robbing people, start hoarding toilet paper, start hoarding shit. No. But I'm definitely aware. I'm definitely awoke. All right, you got my antennas up. What you about to do? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, you. they doing too much. Hey, what's up, TTV? What's up, Rhonda D. Hope? Otis T. Hope's wife is at the building, ladies and gentlemen. All right, D. I, I just put the number up there. What's up, Jazana Stables? I mean, I completely. Like to hear your thoughts on that one. Yeah, go ahead. I, I completely lost my train okay. of thought. Okay, so no, what we what we'll get back into so. Uh, just going down the chronology, the, the, the DOJ, headed up by William Barr, who was a Trump appointee, has asked for more lateral movement during emergencies to go ahead and detain people indefinitely. And they even want to limit the statute of limitations. So right now we have statute of limitations on certain things. One of the things that they, read, they, they did, what was Donald Trump's big thing that he sues people for? He's very litigious, so he goes after you for smearing his name. Definition. So there you go, defamation of character. He he goes for that a lot. He wants to extend <laughs> that so he can go after people after he gets out of office. You know, he's very he's a very transparent person. Um, just this past week, there was a uh, a, a reporter named Yamichi Alcinder, a black woman whom he called nasty, and that was a dumb question. It was a nasty question. He's 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 very pervasive 
when it comes to black women reporters, black people in general. He always he insults, he calls them nasty or unintelligent. That's his big go-to. So a few days later, he was at a press conference and an NBC News reporter gave him something that they call a softball in media. Mm -hmm. Very easy. Hey, what do you have to say to the people who are worried? That's a dumb question. That's blah, blah, blah. That's inflammatory. No, all you have to do is just stay calm, blah, blah. It was an easy question. He was trying to help the president out, but the president attacked him. But that was a fake attack. He attacked him because he was a white male. And he wanted to get the stench off of him being a misogynist and a racist off of him, so he used that. So right now, he's very transparent in what he wants to do. He wants to be able to sue everybody who's ever... He's a very petty person. I want to be able to sue everybody who said anything. I'm real petty, Betty. So (laughs) I'm just going to tell you this. I love Donald Trump. I love you, Donald Trump. I'm just joking. You petty. That that, that ain't even sound real, did it? I can't even do it. All right, D-Man, what's your thoughts, man, on how they use your fear to pass more laws. We, we talked about the war on drugs, we talked about the Patriot Act, and then we talked about the follow-up of the Freedom Act, which allowed them right now, they might even be watching us through the camera on the, mm. on our computers. That's what gave them that leeway. Well, I got That's why they wanted to get camera. Edward Snowden. You know, I don't know if you remember Edward Snowden, yeah. but yeah, so yeah, put tape on there. But go ahead, D, I'm sorry. Well, uh, well uh, I mean, I think you I think you hit it on the head, Lisa, really with the you know, we have to be aware and we have to be aware of what what's real and what's not. You see tons of fake news come out, well, they're gonna do this and they're gonna do that and people jump on it and people panic and people instead of taking the time to research what you know, what needs to be done, what can be done, you know, what what's what's right to be done, you know, the people the government issued a stay-in-house, and everybody's like, oh, it's martial law. Oh, this is, you know, when people are jumping the gun. <laughs> That's not martial right. law. Right, you know what I mean? No, it's not martial <laughs> law. Staying in the house is not martial law. <laughs> so, I mean, you have to you have to understand that you, you you just have to be, you have to be diligent, you have to be smart. I don't want to just, but you know, when, when, when stuff comes up and they try to slide things in, up under that, you know what I mean, and what happens all the time, you know, it's it's the it's, it's bait and switch. It's the it's the oldest trick in the book. I show you one thing and I slide this into you, you know what I mean. It, it, you know, the, the same people who create the 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 the, the disease had a cure, so to speak. You know, mm-hmm. we sell you the fear, and then we sell you the pill too. You know, so I just think we have to we have to really know what's going on, and and even when you know what's going on, sometimes it don't even matter. You know what I mean, but. I mean, you just be understanding your own liberties and civil liberties and whatnot. <laughs> I just got to laugh at the irony. I'm not, I think it's horrible. This disease is serious. And actually, it finally struck somebody I know. Not not the person, but that person's brother. Now, I won't mention their name because I didn't talk to her prior to coming on online and saying, is it okay to mention your brother's name in the whole situation? But he actually has it. He was giving the updates what it feels like. You know, it feels like your lungs on fire. You can't catch a breath the whole nine. It's really scary. He's young, so hopefully he should recover. Mm-hmm. But the thing of it is, they were not expecting this virus. Let me just tell you, they were not expecting this virus. And even him calling, him being in 45, him calling it a Chinese virus was even on a petty thing. That was definitely petty. The reason why it was petty is because China start trying to spread this false rumor that the U.S. military must have been involved in it. Mm-hmm. So then he wanted to retaliate by saying, you know, it's kind of like, oh, back right. at you, your yeah. mama, your mama. Yeah, you know? exactly what it real, is. Real young and petty yeah. for an almost 80-year-old man. Right. Real 80-year-old man should not be that petty. 
You know, you really need to Especially not the up. president. And then to deny it as long as he did not take steps and then say he always felt it was a pandemic when he said it was... He oh. didn't say that... Because remember, we had David. He didn't say that it was a hoax. He said that... I don't know what he... He used the term hoax. But I think he was talking about the Democrats are using it as like a reason to attack him. Yeah, I saw that. But once again, I'm going to give DeWine credit for, for not taking it as a, as a joke. Okay? He took it serious. Ohio doesn't is not as bad as other states in this country. I think so far we have one death. And uh, I got to give it up once again. He's a Republican. Mike yeah. DeWine, sometimes you got to drop Republican and Democrat. Who's doing the right thing? So you mentioned how they had things in the details. Mm-hmm. Um Joe, Joe Biden, Bill Clinton, they champion this 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 big thing. This this is what causes the, the prison, the pipeline from school to pipeline, prison system. Uh, Joe, uh, I'm sorry, Bernie Sanders was like, hold on. Let me tell you this. I don't like this because of this terminology right here. He read what he didn't like about it. Everything else was good, but they stuck that in. He says it's going to disproportionately, I don't know, you know, affect black people, blah, blah, blah. I think this is wrong. I think we really need to review this. But there's certain emergency measures that we need in this to enact today. And he signed off on it. Everybody thought he was crazy. He was now 20 some odd years later, we looking like he had, to, you know, you see what I mean? Yeah. So it goes back to what you said, Lisa. And I think you made a good point. These people are not as smart as we think they are. They're not almighty, all strong, and they know all this stuff. Sometimes we give the boogeyman too much power. Yeah. They're good orators. They have mm-hmm. a good control of the English language as mm-hmm. they want you to speak it. They can't speak your language because we bilingual in this country. If you're being real, we code switch when we need to. Yep. You can't come in our neighborhood and, and have a conversation with somebody who just straight hood and understand what they're talking about. And maybe they can't understand you, but I think that they may, maybe they can. What we could do is we could start going into the unfair laws and rewriting. It's not that difficult. And then you find someone who is in politics or who is a judge to overlook this. And, okay, hey, this is what you need to say. And then legalese, this means this. We need to start writing our own laws. I agree. And changing those things. We don't have to wait on anybody. We can do that ourselves. I These people are not agree. sophisticated people. And then we start giving this. Now, that's the black agenda. I'm giving it to you as a politician. Facts. I want you to champion this. Facts. Why are we sitting here saying, oh, well, none of these candidates have a black agenda. Duh, they ain't black. Facts. Black people need to have a black agenda. It, just like you want to, everybody say, um, no, Obama did more for gay people than he did for black people. The gay people got together and said, this is what we want. Yeah. We can't even get together and and, and, and agree if we like Kentucky Fried or Popeye's, which Popeye's is amazingly better, but I'm just saying. <laughs> hey, we got some comments right here. Uh, just, hey, My ahead, man, man, Ted Whitfield, Whitfield said, what's up, Ted? What's up, Ted? Studying their laws for what? Study up on purification of water. Gardening, foraging, which tree barks you can eat. What what do you have to do? To, what do you what do you have that you can trade? Coffee, sugar, tobacco, seeds, water will become the new currency. You definitely yeah, yeah, yeah. need to study that too. I've been loving what you've been posting lately. Trezana Staples, yeah. peace, love, and life. What's up? What's up with it? Ted Winfrey went on to say we don't have any constitutional rights. Trezana said Trump thought it was a hoax at first when we just talked about. Mm-hmm. I think you got to come. Yeah, I got a few comments too. Guy the ghetto brown, he says, I think if we accept the money, we will be paying for our own chip. Again, that goes into the 
you know, no, propaganda, man. you know what I mean? You what know, chip is there yeah, the, the well, chip of the, well, the, the chip, chip that the, 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 the mark of the beast. Oh, yeah, the mark of the beast. We're going to go back to the Bible, yeah. it's the mark of the beast. And then when we come back to the educational uh, conscious, whatever you want to call it, the mark of the beast is supposed to be this chip that they put into you that you can, they can monitor where you're going, what you're saying, what you're eating. You don't have to pay for nothing now. You just whoop, took your oh, finger. Oh, I saw yeah. so that this, episode of Black. Yeah. Black so supposedly yeah. this chip has been already inserted in, I'm not sure what state, but supposedly <laughs> these people have already been inserted with this chip. They When they go to work, they don't need no keypad. They just swipe their hand, and when they need to get something, they just swipe their hand. So, Do you believe this? No. So <laughs> now that this, Sorry, now that this whole coronavirus thing is going on, now this this these people. The final days is coming true. That when they give you the vaccine, that they're going to mm. be really inserting the chip into you. You well, tapped you know, into the full disclosure show. Derek Lamont wins the yeah, first. Barbara Rich Green, Dick Dash, and Lisa Lisa, the little lady of the house. And Lisa Lisa, we're going to go ahead and move on to the next topic. So I want to talk about, you kind of talked, touched on it a few minutes ago, Rich, is the the financial difference between jail and school. Okay. And so I just started to read up on it and do some research on it. And here since 2016, there has been a great rise in money for correctional, the correction system. So they're paying a lot more to incarcerate people than they are to educate you. So I just focused on Ohio, but really it's crazy throughout the whole United States. So the average cost for an inmate each year is $26,509, $509. That's a lot of freaking money. So the average cost for a student is 10,000. So, Hold on, say that again. What was, how much was the inmate? The inmate was $26,509. I mean $26, and what about the student? For a student, it's $10,000. That's in Ohio. Wow. So, Ohio incarcerates roughly 50,440 people. And... The person for uh the person at an average the the pay for them on a day to day basis each inmate day to day is sixty seven dollars and eighty four cents per inmate per day. So if they have to go to a, a correction rehabilitation program such as um, the halfway house, Herbalite, stuff like that, stuff mm-hmm. like that they get twenty three dollars per day for that person. Okay. So they're spending all this money, but they're not spending, they're not putting that money into the educational system. I got you. So I think we're both, we both, we all know that the more you spend on education to educate, to educate a group of people, the less likely you're going to have crime. I agree. And right now, Ohio's jail are operating at a capacity of 100 and 32 percent so they're way over capacity okay so i think you know what i'm saying we don't need to go deep into it to understand what they're doing mm-hmm. so you mentioned the prison pipeline 
from the jail to the prison system. And the school. The school, yeah. excuse me, the school. So if I That's anonymous. myself if i really could and i think they put us in a predicament where we can't educate our school educate our kids at home we can't homeschool our kids i now that i'm starting to grow and understand things i would prefer to educate my kids at home homeschool Mm -hmm. my kids but like i said they put you in a predicament where you have to go to work you have to pay bills you have to do this you have to do that you barely have time to even pay attention to your kids in school so to educate your kids at home, to homeschool your kids is hard to do. Not impossible, but hard to do because they're not putting that they're not putting the money in there to educate to, to educate our kids. And when I've I have a family member in jail. So when I go to see him to see these numbers. I don't understand how the jails look the way they do and how the inmates are suffering the way that they suffer. Yes, they're inmates. Yes, they've done crimes. Some of them have done things and some of them need to be punished or reformed for what they did. Now, one thing I can say is I do not agree with the way the jails are built. I don't think that having these bars is a good thing for jails. When you you got these people like caged animals, you put bars, you put bars around animals. So how can you expect for a person to be Amen. human or to have human behavior or to have positive behaviors when you're treating them like an animal? And bars equals an animal. So I don't agree with that, as well as I don't agree with the the um, unevenness the the way it's spread out in Ohio. I can only speak for Ohio because I've read up on Ohio. Not, you know what I'm saying, other states, but it is crazy. I did do a little glimpse of it as I was doing this, but I'm focused on Ohio. And and Ohio, man, y'all got to do better. We have to do better. I digress. I think you said a mouthful there. I, I would say that we have to do better. And, you know, I think that we... Just based on the numbers that you gave, the twenty-six thousand per inmate versus ten thousand per student, I think we should be spending more per student. Or now that you have this lockdown, you see that homeschooling is very possible, but we have to devise a way. Maybe it's, it's neighborhood associations that you get together. You say, okay, I have school, I have kids from this age to this age, I have kids from this age to this age, and then you do a round robin, and then they go to each person's house, maybe. At this time, this that, time, at this that time. That person teaches that then, subject. That person and, and teaches that house subject. To house. You see what I mean? Mm-hmm. It can be done if we get cooperative. Uh, cooperative, basically. But we don't. We just live in hoods. We don't have neighbors anymore. It's not neighborhood. We grew up in neighborhoods mm-hmm. where if we were a cutting school, we were doing something. We were actually concerned if somebody caught us because they might whoop our butts and then send us home. And then your mama or your daddy gonna be upset that they had to do that. Now you are gonna get a second one. You might get a third one if your uncle or your grandma. You embarrassed me. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, all this stuff is doable. It's all doable if we act like we can care about each other again. Mm-hmm. And I, it's not even a color. It ain't black, white. I'm talking about this neighborhood too. You know, there's certain people on this street that I don't know. There's certain people, I, they come over like they my family. You know, they here when I get here. Hey, what's going on? You know what I'm saying? Hey, man. I let myself in, made myself a sandwich. You know, I brought me in from the front floor. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> But if we do that, now we know it can be done. And the kids, based on, and I don't know where to study, and I'm sorry, I didn't, I should have cited the study and shared it right here. It said kids only really need one to two hours per day of education. 
So sitting there for six to eight hours, after a while, they're checking out mentally. So maybe one house, like you said, might be math. Maybe 30 minutes of math, 30 minutes of English, 30 minutes of science. And then one house is just recess. Mm-hmm. You just chill, just yeah, kick it. Whoever got the most gadgets and technology, that's, that's where you go for recess. And then what you do is you put a pool of money in so you can buy snacks and stuff. So everybody got enough food and materials for that those particular students. So these people might have ages six to nine. Yeah. And you don't need to necessarily separate them so much. It's Sometimes it's good for kids to learn at higher levels and to see what the older kids are doing. And then doing that. And then, you know, you have different age levels and age groups. I think it could be done. We need to stop relying on the government to educate our children. Uh, we do we, definitely we rely on the government that. too mm-hmm. much. And that's black, white, red, green, purple. Because what they show you, they don't care. If you don't live in an affluent neighborhood, your kids are not. Facts. Gonna, gonna, and, Facts. And see, and it's so unfair for the teachers. Because there's a lot of teachers. And there's no distance for one, we need to give all teachers a head of applause because they deal with these kids on the daily. You see all these, blah, 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 blah. But they dealing with your kids daily. They doing more raising than they are educating because you ain't doing the, you ain't doing the raising at home. But why are you ain't doing the raising at home? It ain't necessarily that the parents are doing bad. They out here trying to make ends meet. So it's got to be something. You just had a guy out here, and I, I know I said I'm going to get political, and I try to make my last statement. Who was trying to make $15 a, a regular? How you gonna take care of kids making seven dollars? I don't even what's in, I don't even know what minimum wage is like eight or seven dollars, something like that. No, I don't even know. But how you gonna raise a family off that? You can't. It's not. It's not feasible. That's 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 ridiculous. So everybody need a living wage. It could be done. Let's take manufacturing away from sending it to China, sending it to Mexico. Let's hold these CEOs accountable. You know. Now small businesses, I can understand them sending their manufacturing out because I can't hire somebody. At, at, at a high rate. But you got these big corporations doing it. And you got the big corporations hiring those same inmates you were just talking about for 40 cents an hour. Microsoft, the whole nine. But what happened when they get out of jail and they go apply to that company? Yeah. Oh, well, they we can't, can't hire they you because you, right. you got a prison record. But you had me slaving for you while I was in jail for 40 cents. I think, like. Hypocrisy. This ain't going, this whole shindig. It's not going to last forever. And whether it lasts forever in the world as we know it changes and we have some whole colony, walking dead type living, you know what I'm saying? We still need to educate ourselves on how we need to fight these people. You can circumvent this by letting the kids know that you're being lied to. Let them know that we bought into it. Um, one of the things that the... I ain't going to even get too deep, deep because I want you to go ahead and talk because we 54 minutes in, so I, I digress. Let's see, we got any, I got any comments there. Otis said, crime is big business. What's going on, Otis T. Hope? What's up, O? Big hey, man, like the old saying, you get what you pay for. And with, with this example of what the government is paying for. That's what they want. They're putting money in the prisons and not in education. I mean, I don't know what else to tell you. This is, this is, you know, they say, the people say the system is broken. Like, no, this is how it was designed. Exactly. Message. You seeing <laughs> what they want. They want they want to lock people up. And that's what I try to tell when I talk to young cats all the time. I, I try to open their eyes and show them what the game is. They don't want you in school. They make more money from you locked up than they, ever, than they do with you at a desk. Yes. So the, the the prison pipeline system is real. You know what I mean? They and, and this is just 
this is just fact truth of it right here. When you see the obvious numbers where they put more money in the prison, they put more money. You know, when people always say, oh, they pay these athletes such and such and such, but, and they don't play doctors and teachers. Well, now you get what you pay for. You know what I mean? You know, is is you know, I don't, I never liked that that uh, metaphor because it's it's not kind of accurate. You know, athlete athletics is kind of private. <laughs> you know, if owner owns a team, he can pay his employees however much he wants to. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? When we're talking about government, if we're talking about teachers, talk about you know what I mean, people who 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 are you know give up a lot to help people. Yeah, you know man. what I mean? And you seeing what you your government shows you and not to go off key but you see it with the soldiers that you know they talk all this you know no, bullshit about the soldiers and, and the veterans and then come back home and how do they respect them you see what i'm saying what do they do for them well no don't pay me lip service oh you better respect our veterans and then when they come home they can't you know get health insurance and they can't get you know the basic things that they served their whole life in these countries for so right. you see what america pays for it's obvious to people who, you know, a lot of people walk around with blinders on and don't want to uh, see it, but you can't, the numbers are right there. It tells you what they want. Yep, definitely agree. Like, Got a call coming in? How are you going to tell me to respect the veterans, but you're not even What's up, Patrick Bubba Boy Call? What's up, Albert Brown? Yeah. I'm trying to, trying to grab it, but it's, uh, there you go. There you go. Hey, Carla, how you doing? You on the full disclosure show? The line is in the car. The line is in the car. Caller? The line is outside had, the car. Just had a caller. Yeah, go in the car. Call in. Yeah, I'm just All right, we're going to try to call you back. Call. We actually had two, so I'm going to go ahead and get them a call back. Having a if you finish your thought, man. If you technical, oh no, here we go. But no, that was that was just that, that's just basically what it what what I get from that. You know, you get what you pay for. We got the call coming hey, in. Hey, call. How you doing? Y'all phone Wait. Hello. Yeah, it's CC, man. Y'all phone tapping. He say it happen like that, CC. Sometimes you on a full disclosure show. What's your comment today? Hey, listen, okay, there's something that everybody, nobody thinks about. If I develop a new weapon or I need to move something, you know, whenever they, they transport something, they usually have to stay high the patrol behind the car and they follow it. That's right, yeah. Yeah, you okay. get an escort. All right, now listen to this. First, they test to see how many people they can reach by sending out that signal to our cell phones. Remember that? Yeah. Yep, yep, I do remember that. You remember everybody got that signal. Okay, that was a test. To, that was a test to see if all phones are connected, so they didn't know where you at since they don't have a chip yet. But if I was gonna move a weapon across the United States and I didn't want no interruptions, what better way than to say first it was a quarantine to stay away from each other, then it was stay ten feet away from each other, each other. then it was don't be around more than a uh, uh, hundred people, then it was ten. Now it's stay at home. What better way to move a weapon or something that you don't want people to see than to clear the freeway by saying it's a quarantine? Because the, the second part of it is this. The reason why they're setting things down is because in order, like you said, fear. In order for me to enact something, I have to say, well, enough people aren't listening. Because if you look in Miami Beach, these teenagers and these young college kids, they said, I'm not missing my, my spring break. 
So if you want to enact some kind of law, you got to say, well, we tried to do it where people would self-quarantine and they wouldn't listen. So now we have no other option but to activate martial law where we have to lock people down for their safety. And then on top of that, if you ever look, they even even gun people, even people that are, are gun fanatics are like, why are y'all being so tough on this with guns? Before they, before Hitler and them made moves, the first thing they did was they take away guns. If you take away guns, you don't have to worry about the people revolting against you. So there's a lot of stuff that's going on that, we're, that people aren't paying attention to. First, the Trump said that it was a hoax. Now people are dying. He's saying, well, China didn't tell us. He called it the Chinese virus, Kung flu, and all those other things. And like you said, people don't like Donald Trump, but I love Donald Trump because racism and hidden racism, they feel comfortable coming out because they're like, well, our president is a racist, so what does it matter? But the other part of it that I'm trying to tell people is, if you have not educated yourself to see what's going on, and what's going on with our food and everything, in the middle of some country where it talks about bringing the, the population down to like 5 million or something there, or 50 million? You know, that I'm not familiar with, but I do understand that they, it's talks that they want to depopulate the planet. Yes, I've seen right. that. Right. Yeah. Uh, and uh, that this, way- This is part of, the, but part of depopulation is, what better way to depopulate than to say, oh, we we had nothing to do with that. It was a virus. It was a sickness. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's great. I, I tell you what, I don't doubt that they're trying to move stuff uh, while this is going on. My question is, can they fix some of these potholes while they got this stuff shut down? <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I know you're talking real serious stuff, but I, I care about my, my tires. But uh, in real talk, cousin, I don't think that you're wrong in what you're saying. Uh, this is a great time to do it while the veil is pulled over everybody's eyes, or the wool is pulled over everybody's eyes. No, nobody, uh, nobody likes to take a look at these things. We have to have these uncomfortable situations or conversations in order to wake people up. Now, that's not to say everything we're saying is right, but if we can raise the specter of doubt a little bit and make people look a little bit deeper into these things, and uh, I, I think that's a good thing. But I want to tell you this. If, if, right now, he, he's a if police officer. Is new, if, if coronavirus is new, why is it on a bottle of Lysol before this even came out? Well, if you watched the show last week, Derek was talking about coronavirus. Coronavirus is a group of viruses. It's the common cold. It's the flu. Right. It's everything. Yeah. So it's been around for a long time. It's just This is just a little bit more aggressive than the other one. The fact that it attacks your lungs the way it does, and basically uh, it gives you inflamed lungs like a real bad case of asthma. Just imagine asthma on 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 crack or on uh, steroids. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's real right, talk. Right. So, but coronavirus is just a generic term for a group of viruses. Yeah. So like 1956, I so think. So it's been around for a long time. Yeah. yeah so this that's why they call it COVID-19, and that's just that's an acronym in itself. It's the coronavirus well, what something. Makes, something. What makes it hard for us to find out? I don't know if you guys. I hadn't seen a show last week, but. They've proven the reason why these viruses and bacteria are getting harder to fight is because we're injecting our food with these anti- uh, with the antibiotics to keep them getting sick. So therefore, when we get the sickness, it's harder to fight because this, the, the, sick, the disease is almost immune to the antibiotics that they give us because they gave it to our animals. Well, you know what? A, a good thing to do would be what these two, my two panelists do right here. They're vegans. The best thing to do is leave this meat alone. For one, you got to think of the uh, the gases that the, the, the animals release from passing gas. You you talk about right. car emissions. The, the animals produce more gaseous problems on the planet than any car that's on the road. But we continue. Shoot, I just barbecued yesterday. You know, and I'm supposed to be woke. 
I need to go ahead and follow my own advice and, and, and follow behind y'all. We, we, we need to go to uh, a plant-based diet. And while I'm at it, uh, rest in peace, Dr. Layla O. Africa, who passed away today. You know, uh, a king at that. But TC, I want to thank you. It's your birthday, man. I know you out in Niagara Falls enjoying yourself. Uh, you, you know, oh, it's tomorrow. It's tomorrow, but I appreciate it, cuz. Oh, you know I know your birthday, birthday. is on the 23rd. You know I know your birthday. Come on, cuz. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I'm Thanks for the call, right man. Now, man. Thanks for the call, I bro. I tell you I love you. Thank you for the call. And, uh, hey, we're going to stay woke. Yeah, love y'all, too. Right, yeah. Peace. Yeah. Hey, we had another caller. I'm going to go ahead and try to call him back while y'all. No, yeah, get back get back to the to, to the topic, Lisa, when we was on at this point with the, you know, the discrepancy with the financial distribution from the schools to the prisons. And you said it perfectly because you said they get what they pay for. The government get what they pay for. Jordan Maxwell been saying this for years. The government get what it pays for. Yeah. They put almost invested three times more. Yeah, it's TC good. Oh, oh, that's both your phones. I'm sorry about that. All right. Yeah, I, I'll call, I call one phone while I watch, it, watch the party on another one. Okay, sorry about that. That's all. Um, right, love y'all. Love you. <laughs> sorry about that, y'all. Hey, but I wanted to give our... Because it's important that we, we hear our callers and the people comment. Tanya Mitchell said a website needs to be created that will call out those that want to change the way we educate our community. Hey, you know what? Maybe it starts with uh, us putting something together. What's up, Jerome Newman? Albert Brown, my brother. Y'all go get your STNA certification from Albert Brown. Check him out. Uh, Ty Mitchell went on to say, yes, the only fix <laughs> is to leave the meat alone. I still got refrigerator. <laughs> I love lamb. I love lamb. What's up, Al Hared the Dread? Hey, he been dropping some, some gems yeah. this week yes, on his page. Yes. Hey, y'all, tune in. Al Hared the Dread. Y'all see his name right there, man. I when got he a his, little, his confessionals. Go ahead. I got a comment from Jerome Newman. From Jerome. He says, this is a mutation and it's the 19th version of the virus. So keep yourself clean. And he said, fuck that. I'm eating meat. Well, I will. Don't worry. I got to finish all the bacon I got. <laughs> hey, what's up, Carly? You on the Full Disclosure Show? Hello, Richard. This is your big sister. Hey, what's going on, Tanya? <laughs> hey, y'all. The Tanya bitch hey, online. Hey, hey, how you Tanya? doing? Hey, Tanya. Hey, what's hey, going Derek, on? How you doing? Brother. <laughs> I'm good, I'm good. I'm over here just doing what they told me to do. Quarantine. Quarantine and chill. Quarantine and chill. What's your comment? What's your comment, big sis? I, I just want to say, it's so many sins on what's going on. The fact of the matter is that it's going on. Uh, it's been it's been created, I believe that, to a, to a point. Uh, but uh, one of the things, only way to fix this, and it's been shown over the last 30 years, we need to leave that meat alone. The meat is destroying the body. You see how big these girls are at yeah. 10? Yeah. You can't tell a 10-year-old from a 15 to 16-year-old anymore. And that's the, the meat that we eat. Secondly, I was talking about our community. Uh, Rachel, we always talk about this, and this is something that's always been in my mind. That's why I, I stay true to who I am. I think that we have, as a people, we've been taught to lose hope in one another. Um, we can't trust each other. Um, you know, uh, we can't seem to come together because we can't trust whether or not one, someone is going to be true to the funds or what the funds are, uh, are established for. Uh, there's so many things going on. But when you look at Africa, when you look at where we come from, uh, we need to find that, that we need to put up a, a this united we have to come together and put a united front together our community is suffering our children are suffering i like what you said we have to admit to our children that we have bought into a lie 
and we have taught them how to be educated instead of owning their own businesses. We have put fear in them to think that it's better to gain financially than to gain uh, mentally, emotionally, and spiritually. I said that we needed to create a website. Honestly, we need to come together. We need to have community uh, community meetings and and try to find some some people that willing to come together, commit uh, and and, and, and create a website that people can get on and talk about and and write down their, um, um, their, their, um, what we call our, 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 uh, gifts, our talents, uh, what we, we can do, uh, pull our children together, get them out to daycare, uh, and, 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 and watch our own children and feed our own children and get our own children. Oh, it has been proven that two hours of, two hours of education is all our children need. Yes, what if we can get in every community someone that's willing about maybe 50, 60 people that's willing to take in a, a group of children and do the teaching? You know, for a few hours. There's a and then put them in. There's and then have homes open that's willing to take the children in and keep them until the parents come out uh, from a get up, you know, get come home from work. We really have to look at this. And this is a time to me. This time right here for meditation. I know it's not a good time. It's not a good thing we're going through. But this is the time where we can pull together our uh, uh, pull together some things and some ideas and work on a start. And it's not going to happen overnight. But I think this is something people will appreciate if they could see that this is a reality instead of just something that we that we can make this a reality more so than just talking about it. Well, That's what's up. Well, I got you on the line. Before we let you go, I want to say that you know before we had our own economies, we had our own grocery stores, we had our own movie theaters, we had our own hotels, we even had our own studios. And 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 real talk is this: is that Sometimes it takes you being forced into a situation to open your eyes. Maybe this yeah. is the time, maybe this two-week period is the time that enough of us open our eyes and say, guess what? It's enough retired teachers that we can reach out to. I know Ms. Mrs. England. I know it's a, a lot of teachers who like, you know what? I love to come teach. And then we maybe we pay them. The money we paying for whatever, hey, mm-hmm. it's going to be kind of like babysitting a little bit, but it's really school. Because if it's a babysitting thing, the most people, most kids she can have is six. See, the government's slick. They do certain things like yeah. that. So put a little aid in the room. Now you can have 12. Put a third aid in the room. Mm-hmm. Now you can have 18. You see what I mean? Yeah. So now each kid, exactly. can get, you can have six kids getting that education. Six got this, six got that, six got that. Where Miss England writing the whole classroom curriculum, but the kids learning. And we can teach them what they need to know, what we need to know, and make sure they can pass some standardized tests when they come up. Because that's, exactly. that's how they try to get exactly. you. Our kids, for one, our kids from zero to six are born geniuses. They test very, very high up until they get to the third and the fourth grade. I'm so glad you said that. Exactly. And, and what, well, it's the truth. They test, they test beyond genius level until they get to fourth grade. But, well, what's, what's introduced in, in fourth grade, Candy? What subject? What subject is introduced in fourth grade? Yeah, I, I believe they start to teach them uh, the the vision and um. Nope, and they the get, no math and science. They excel at. They 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 start teaching something called American history. And oh, I'm great. Say civil rights. They call civil. Uh, what we call social it studies. Social studies. Yeah, but but they do the civil 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 whatever. It's, uh, yeah. 
What well, they, they did have uh, what, it was called civil. Yeah, back when you went to school, it was called that. It's called social yeah, studies when we went. Right, but but right, the, exactly. the, the thing is, the kids learn something for the first time that they ain't nothing but slaves. See, yeah. they don't teach real history. That was so. If you taught that math came from you, science came from you, religion came from yep. you, everything came from you. How would you feel about yourself? Your whole self esteem is oh. all the way different. And then if you, you talk, to stop them. Say, that. To stop them. say that. So I think that everything that you said had merit. I appreciate you you calling. You got a lot of uh, love and likes in here when you were saying that, y'all. This this was Tanya Mitchell on the phone. She works for NASA. Are you an essential person? Do you have to be at work tomorrow uh, throughout this whole thing? No, I'm working. I'm doing toe work as well. Okay, that's that's what's up. All right, well, hey, y'all. This is Tanya Mitchell. I want to thank you for giving the call. Your 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 comments were wonderful. I love you. Uh, we're going to have to uh, do another birthday celebration for Mama when I see you. I know. I know. But I love you guys. Love you, little lady. Thank you. Lo thanks for the call. Thanks for the call. Thank you. And of course, and of course, and Tanya, before you leave, Tanya. Love you guys. Thank you all for keeping it real. Hey, say that. Hey, Candy, hold on. Can I, I want to say something to you. I was just going to say, I just wanted to say why she was on the store before you. What she mentioned about a website, you know, what I mean, you know, we you can you we can use the the, the group, full the full disclosure group, and we can we can you know start to network and connect and and trade ideas and get you know what I mean, and, and start a, a a core right there, you know what I mean, with the people who are like minded because I I I'm I'm not gonna lie, I lose I have lose lost faith in people, you know what I mean, I lose faith in people when I see things. That's going on day to day. The people I'm around, the people I talk to, you know, and with when I'm when I'm around uplifting people, when I'm around, you know, it gives me, you know, faith that people can come together and we it can. Does. It really you know does. what I mean? It gives you hope and faith. Yeah. It really does. Because what happens, what cripples us is hearing all the horrible things of watching our children suffer and our, our men and women being put down and, and let down in the society in society because we can't get the loans, we can't get the school. You know, yeah. one thing I know, our black men are really targeted. TJ tried everything. Everybody who gets for school, but the black men are held to a higher standard. So we need to make, come up with something. something. We, need to, right, we, need, right. we need to do something. I think that would be an encouraging thing to see how many people really have the dream of wanting to fix the, the situation instead of crying and complaining about it. Well, and I think a website will help with that. Yeah, well, let me cut you off, but thanks again, y'all. Y'all tapped in to the full disclosure show. Derek Lamont wins the first. Bobby Rich Green, Dick Dashley, Lisa Lisa, the little lady of the house. What's up? Christopher Junger, Trip Joint. Great show, man. Great energy. Appreciate the love. Everybody that called, everybody that commented. You know what I mean? Share the link, like the link. You know what I mean? Uh, you can go to the uh, full disclosure uh, YouTube page and, and, and uh, join that with it. We subscribe to that subscribe and everything. Subscribe. Amen. All love all day. Tell the people in your life you love them for real, for real. It's getting crazy out here. You don't know what happens tomorrow. Above all, make sure you stay Peace. royal. Peace.